0: Hey kids, be sure to listen all the way through to the end for my weekly movie pick and review. Thanks for listening. keep trying to record something and I open my mouth and then hit the pause button. He maybe should not have shown me where that was. My name is Breeze Straton and I am doing my first podcast as per Jonathan's request. And yeah, this is, this is awkward. So, rewind to, (laughs) I'm not really sure where to begin. Um, I guess maybe we'll start in 2006. Um, That's when my bug for acting began. And um, it all started when I woke up one morning and decided I wanted to be an actress. I do that. Sometimes I'll wake up and have very odd ideas or I'll feel like nothing in the world can stop me from what I want to do. And that was one of those epiphany mornings. I have no clue. I don't remember back that far as to what in the heck inspired that, but I started looking up auditions and uh, went and auditioned and it was accepted for a role in a movie by Damon Blaylock. <clears throat> I was so excited. It was a seven-year hybrid documentary that he had been working on, so it was his baby and I landed a small part, but I was super excited about it and so proud of myself. And then um, got more so into meeting people and networking and getting into the uh, filmmaking scene. And I love photography, so I would do uh, band photography of people that I knew and people I didn't know. I was just always artsy. I loved to edit pictures and photos. So, I don't know. I guess I was screaming for creativity in my own way. Um, In the moments of screaming for creativity, I um, fell into a uh, talent agency. And I honestly do not even remember the name of the talent agency I was with in Oklahoma City, but they had given me a call and told me that J.A. Steele had resigned from her role in a film called Sacred Bloods. And um the people that were producing the movie were pretty prestigious and um, I guess popular among the movie film community. And so they asked me if I wanted to go audition. and I did. and I auditioned and I got the role. and it was I had some pretty big boots to fill as far as martial arts as for her character as Jay still had that um background where I necessarily didn't so much and then trying to do that and act uh, in a Lee role was a big deal. <clears throat> I think the hardest part about the script was I didn't understand a lot of what the words meant <laughs> So, as yes, it is like a cyborg or things like that. I wasn't sure how to use that with expression. So it was kind of funny sometimes when I would practice in front of the mirror and then I was like, oh my gosh, what did I get myself into? Um, then when I'd go on set, um, It was always a challenge because I'd have it in my mind one way and I never did it as Oscar (laughs) wanted it done. So I just wanted to beat my head into a wall most of the time with that movie and that script. I think I was just a little too small in my spirit man for the shoes they needed me to fill, but it was a good time. So I'd gotten a letter from... Oscar Dean Ray asking me to be a presenter at the Fast Forward 2008 uh, Bare Bones Film Festival. I had been in 2007, also in 2006 um, with uh, Jessica Dixon, was a very good friend of mine that I'd met through the Sacred Bloods cast um, and through some other projects that were going on where we just kept running into each other. So we became really good friends and we always went together. It was our thing. Even if we didn't talk for six months, we'd always go, okay, we're going to bare bones. We're going together. Okay. Where are we staying? What are we doing? And, um, it was just always a good time. She was my little sidekick. So we were at film festival and I probably jumped too far ahead, but Oddly enough, uh, I wasn't sure if I was going to go. And Jessica wasn't sure if she was going to go because her uh, the guy she was dating at the time, they were having some trouble. And she just wasn't feeling it. But I didn't want to go by myself. So I was like, okay, if you're not going, I'm not going. And then last minute, she said we were going. So we did not even know we were going to the festival until um the night before and um i already told oscar i wasn't sure if i was going to be able to present and uh, he had a backup assigned and uh, but we made it and i was super excited so we actually found a hotel cuz all of the hotels that they usually generally put the film festival crew in were full because that's where they put up a lot of their people that fly in from out of state etc um we had found a hotel down the road. It was a uh, Best American or something like that. And I remember we rocked out to Journey the whole way to the the um, <laughs> to the film festival in my car. Uh, it was that song, and then a the song by Ryan Adams. I forgot how it I forgot the name of it, but it it talks about come fuck me up, take me home, take me out. I, I don't remember the name of it, but it was one of my favorite songs at that point in time because it talks about someone coming into your life and just screwing you up and leaving you and you're just begging for him to come back. But I don't know. So we get there, we check in, and we're going and meeting everybody. And we saw Ford Austin and um, Adam Rock and just a bunch of our other film friends that were that we had seen the previous year. So it was kind of a click. It was like a family reunion I had once a year with everyone, and it was a really great time. I don't have any family in Oklahoma, so it was really cool. Like my best four days of the year was to go to Bare Bones and hang out and see everybody and have fun and laugh and not have a care in the world. So it was... It was always one of the best four or five days of my life when <laughs> bare Bones would come around. Always so met up with everyone, and we are um, we were hopping a lot to here and there. We'd go to Max's garage, and that's where everyone would go to party after um, all the films had wrapped for the day, and uh, sometimes we'd go a little early and then come back just to see who was there and try and catch up with everyone, because... Everyone's phone numbers had changed by then Over the year if we hadn't talked So we are trying to find everybody And everybody's asking is so and so here? so and so there um, I did get wind that there were some uh, Big people from New York Coming in And I thought that was kind of funny I kept thinking who are these New York guys Like, like who are they Because like, I can't tell who they are <laughs> And <clears throat> I still didn't know who they were But I remember Jessica and I, we just basically hung out for the day. And uh, we weren't too much really into going in and sitting down and watching uh, the movies. As awful as that sounds, uh, we were just, you know, connecting and meeting people and hanging out with Oscar and Sharon uh, Ray and seeing our friends that we hadn't seen in a year and talking about our new projects and what we were doing. And Jessica and I at that point in time had started talking about making you know a movie and she was writing a short and I didn't want to write a short so I was writing a longer script about a race car driver but her uh, script was called For the Birds <laughs> and mine was, um <clears throat> like I said, it was about a race car driver. It was a really touching story but um very difficult when you're You know, trying to write by protocol of a script and do all this and that. And then you're thinking 20 steps ahead and then you get discouraged and then you start all over. But it works. Um, So we were hanging out and we had our first night. I believe it was Friday night at Max's garage. And uh, we were dancing and we were having so much fun. And I really don't drink, but... Everybody always thinks I'm trashed with everybody else because I just look like I'm having so much fun, and I can't be that sober to have that much fun, right? Uh, I guess I just blend in well. So we are hanging out, and uh, then we left Max's garage, and uh, Peter had said, hey, let's go over here. Uh, Ford's having a party, and we're like, all right, we'll head that way, but I don't remember what night that was, if that was Friday or Saturday night um we had went to uh Fort Austin's party, and there were a lot of people down the hall. He had two rooms uh that adjoined together, and we had walked in and we had seen some people that we knew um a lot of people we didn't know, but we were welcomed and uh <clears throat> shoved liquor in our face. It was great and um I remember scanning the room and um, one guy looked really funny. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I remember scanning the room and I was meeting people as I was walking through. Uh, Ford was introducing me to people and he kept talking about my eyes. It was funny. He just kept making sarcastic remarks about those can't be real. This can't be real. And, uh, anyways, so, <clears throat> I was sitting on the bed and there was this one guy. I don't know. I don't even remember his name, but he was from California or L.A. I think he was from L.A. Um, and he was in a different movie, but I don't believe he was there with any of his crew. It was just him. And he kept trying to get me to take him to Denny's to get food. And he was like, he was really nice. But I was just like, I don't know you, and but you're cool, but no thanks. I am starving to death, but. I'll be fine, and he was like, no, 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 come on, we can take your car, and I was like, no, it's cool, I'm cool here, you know, and, um, but he was really nice, and I just kept dodging, (laughs) dodging people, um, a lot of people were just talking about stuff I really didn't care about, and, uh, I know that sounds so awful, but, uh, I mean, if you interest me, you do, if you don't, I, I'm just not interested, I don't know how to explain it, um, that's so bad to say. Um, well, uh, I remember I was sitting on the bed and I had turned around and, uh, I was, I saw this guy and he was talking to his friend. And, um, I remember he looked at me and he had these dark, dark, dark eyes. He just, had, had I don't know. I don't know. It was just something about his eyes. He just had his dark eyes and it dude He was hot. <laughs> like, I was like, woo-hoo. just kidding. Um, I was like, yeah, how about how about right? So, um, <clears throat> I really didn't say anything. I don't know why. I think I'm shy, maybe, or I don't know. And um, although I think I was at a point in my life, in that or that season of my life, where I really didn't care what anybody thought. I was just going to be me. Um, so tired of living by society and what you should act like or what you should be i was just kind of a free spirit at that point in time with the big fuck you attitude um so yeah the world was mine so i guess you can call it that i don't know i don't know i just kept looking at her throughout the night and uh I remember at one point in time, you know, they were kind of quiet. Him and his friend. I was like, I was watching them. They were kind of quiet, and at one point in time they started laughing and cutting up and they did this like football thing. And um I I think somebody said you should get a picture of that. I don't remember if it was one of the other girls or if it was one of the guys. I don't remember. And um I was like, "Oh, I'll get a picture." And they were like, well, I was like, yeah, I'll get a picture of you guys. They're like, Oh, cool. Cool. And they were doing it. And then I remember I was like, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. And they were kind of looking at me funny. It was just this thing I used to say before, uh, I'd take a picture and, um, I think they thought I was weird. But, um, I took it with my camera <laughs> and then I just walked off and, um, Wes Reed was like, Hey, uh, you, you mind taking one with mine? I was like, Oh no, no, no problem. Um, yeah, I was being a total like picture hog. So I took a picture with his camera and gave it back. And I did the wait for it, wait for it again. And, um, funny thing ever, (laughs) funny thing is I thought, um, there was a movie that I loved. It was Elizabeth town. It was one of my favorite movies. And, uh, I thought about it, I'm going to fast forward to when I left the festival. I remember thinking about Wes Reed and thinking about um, the girl in Elizabethtown when she took the picture, and she was like, click. And then it was just, uh, I don't know. Maybe when you hear more of our story, you'll get how the movie kind of jives with us, in my, my mind, but... Um, <clears throat> Anyways, uh, I'd come and gone several times from the party. I was kind of bored. It was hot in there and um, just a bunch of drunken jebauchery. And so uh, Jessica and I eventually left and we'd go outside at times, smoke cigarettes and come back in. But we eventually left and um, the next day we got up early and went to where they were doing the panels and uh, helped Oscar uh, because we were on the, the I don't know if you call it crew, the staff. And, um, we helped with the breakfast and, um, I didn't see him that morning. Um, I didn't even know his name at that point in time, but I didn't see him that morning. I was, I kind of had my eyes out, you know, just looking around wondering who they were and, um, cause they were at Ford's party. So if you were at Ford's party, you were important. So, um, I was helping make eggs. <laughs> I ran out of eggs. And I remember seeing him come up. Or they had walked to the door and um I don't remember he said that I um he says that I just like walked away from the eggs but I don't remember if it was cuz I was out of eggs or because I wanted a mimosa. I wasn't sure. Um, I heard it helped with hangovers, not that I had one. I just heard that those help. So I uh, I think I went back over and, um, he recalls this so much better than I do. And I think he was so hungover. That is so sad. It was all just a blur anymore. Um, yeah, he had come over and, um, said something about eggs. I don't know. He was kind of like, something about eggs. And I think I had told him that I was waiting on more eggs. And, um, And then I went over and started manning the MAMUSA station. So um, later on that morning, I had seen him and his friends um, hanging out. And I walked over and asked if I could take a picture with him. And I don't know why. I just wanted to. I don't even know. I still didn't know who he was or anything like that. I was just taking a lot of pictures with everybody. And um, like I said, it was the best week of my life going to bare bones. So I just wanted to remember everybody. And all of that. And um, yeah, really? Okay. So, okay. I'll be honest. The real reason I wanted a picture with him is because he smelled so damn good. I don't know what cologne he was wearing. It's just a killer for women when the guy smells good and he smelled so good. I was like, I got a whiff of him when he walked by the eggs and I was like, damn, I was like, he's no good. And I didn't want to just be like, dude, what clone are you wearing? So I was like, all right, I'm going to try and mend my senses here and figure it out. Cause I'll buy it and wear it for myself. So anyways, I went and, uh, the whole time we were taking the picture, I was like, God, he smells so good. It was like a sin to smell that good. I mean, even if he bathed that, I didn't care. He just smelled so good. And then he was just like hot. I don't know. And he was so quiet and weird, not weird. (laughs) He was just like mysterious, mysterious. I remember I had sent him an email, I was like, you're very striking, and just, I don't know, it was just so weird, but, um, I don't know, it was like a magnet, I don't even know why, (sighs) so, okay, so I just checked my time to see how long I was talking, it's like, he said I had to talk till, like, 9.30, but I didn't start until, like, later than I was supposed to. So I have a long time to talk. All right. So he's way better at this than me. He so goes into detail. I'm rushing through because I'm so nervous. I don't even know what to say. But I hope he leaves this in there because this is counting towards my time. Um, it is now 9.10. Okay. <clears throat> so... um, the panel, the breakfast panel, that's where I was, and the picture, and, um, anyways, Jessica and I left, and we had gone back to the hotel to hang out, sleep some more, (laughs) and, um, get ready for the awards, um, that evening, and, um, I think I'm getting my days a little confused, because I'm trying to remember if we went up Friday night or just went up Saturday. So I'm not, I don't really remember. Um, Because it was last minute. And I know I just needed to be there Sunday for the awards. So I was trying to think if I was, if we just went a day earlier, if we had left late Friday night, I don't remember. Anyways. um, Okay. I had like a dry throat did <laughs> I get a drink. <laughs> I forgot where I was. Oh, we were going okay, so we're getting ready for the the um awards and I had uh this beautiful gray gown. It was my favorite gown in the whole world, um that I wore and um I was I always felt so elegant <laughs> in it and um Jessica and I had um gone and eaten lunch and went ahead and went to the awards and we were at the red carpet. And as a presenter, um, Oscar asked me to take pictures, you know, with people. And so I was doing that. And um, Jonathan, I was walk. I remember walking down the sidewalk and um, I saw Jonathan and his friends walking and Janet and um, we all were taking pictures together. And I was like, And the whole cologne, like, zoned, zombied out. Like, oh my god, he smells so good. I'm just going to eat him up. And, um, it was really cool. I don't know. I had this weird, like, I felt this connection to him. I had no clue who he was. And, um, it was weird. I can't explain it. (sighs) Huh. I don't know. (laughs) So around on the red carpet, and um, I heard him and his him and his friend were taking pictures together. And they looked—I mean, they looked great—but um, <clears throat> he needed a date, <laughs> so <laughs> um, he looked too nice to not have a woman on his arm or a girl, I guess. Yeah, a girl on his arm. <laughs> so I um, offered to take pictures with them, and I did. And it was awesome, and. I don't know. I just It was weird because like every opportunity I felt that I could get next to him. <laughs> I was trying to get next to him. And I'm not sure if it was obvious or not. Um, but it was weird. It was like when he wasn't around, it was cool. But then the second I saw him, it was like, uh, I want to be right there. I want to be right next to him. I don't even know him, but just want to be right here. It was really weird. Uh, so we went ahead and... Um, <clears throat> I was presenting that year, so I was in the front row and um, working the stage, as they call it, and I um, I was able to announce uh, Wes Reed's Actor of the Year Award, and I actually still have the piece of paper that um, I was reading off of to uh, name the nominees and the uh, winners. It was a little confusing because they really didn't tell me how to read the card very well. And so I was a little <laughs> confused. So uh, at one point I was uh, introducing some of the nominees and wasn't sure where to start. Actually, I still have it. So I'll have to um, have Jonathan take a picture of it and put it up on the um <clears throat> On the podcast somewhere. So, and tell me how you can read that. Okay. I don't know. They just weren't real clear. So, uh, Sharon uh, Butterfly came up and was helping me say it. And I was whispering and trying to be silly because I was so on the spot in front of a million people. <laughs> and um, uh, yeah, Wes Reed was the winner for that award ironically and um, he came up and got his award and uh, we took pictures on stage um, with the other presenters and uh, I'm trying to think it was a really awesome show it was a really awesome time of course every time it's the awards time and Um, it's always the sad part when the end of the awards come because then everybody goes home. So then everybody's all bummed. (laughs) So (laughs) we, uh, everyone's saying bye. And, um, I remember, um, walking up to him and giving him my card. I don't even know why. I just was, had my email address on the back. Um, I don't know. Just cause I guess, Um, I remember uh, leaving the festival and going back to the hotel and packing up the car, and Jessica and I were really super sad, and we had said bye to Ford and all our friends and rocked out to music the whole way home, and the whole way home, all we could think about was this guy, this guy, this guy. And I felt so bad for thinking about this guy. I felt like like a slut or something. <laughs> like I don't even know him. Well, why do I keep thinking about him? It was really odd. And um <clears throat> I hoped he'd reach out to me, but um I think I think he yeah, I think he had given me one of his cards too, I'm pretty sure he did. Um, or he didn't have a card and he wrote his email address down or something. And, um, but we had, a uh, we had a great time and I left the bare bones festival 2008 with, uh, an email address for this mysterious striking guy who smelled wonderful. And, um, I was on cloud nine. I was on cloud nine, but on cloud ten because I was so sad. I went through the bare-bone withdrawals. For <laughs> everybody does. We call it the bare-bone withdrawals for like a week, a week and a half afterwards. You're just sad because you're hanging out with your friends, people that understand the the drive or the art for what you do and how much fun it is and how hard of work it is. A lot of people think acting is so easy or... Directing is easy and being behind the camera and setting up lights and making sure the lighting is so easy and it's not at all. Um, I believe I learned the hard way when uh, my first acting uh, part was on an independent film with Damon Blalack and we were the crew. We were everything and I was thinking this is not what I imagined it to be at all. I thought we were going to be like makeup chairs and this and that but I'm glad there weren't makeup chairs and I'm glad that I understand the real art and the hard work that goes into making a movie and the dedication you have to have and the support you have to have because it's hard sometimes to support it (laughs) but when you have someone like Jonathan that's so damn good at it, you, you're you like crazy if you don't. So I'll always support that for him. <clears throat> and yes, I referred to him as Jonathan. Let's go back a little bit because uh, how did I learn his real name? Hmm. I believe it was through MySpace. And on his MySpace, he even had Wes Reed. I'm like, okay. Okay. And uh I remember when I got home I'd up- uploaded all my pictures and I'd put uh me and Wes Reed as my profile picture for my MySpace because MySpace was the deal. Um it was the the shit back <laughs> then. And um I had uh I'd put that picture up and I was a little hesitant to put it up because I was like, oh my gosh, they're gonna think I'm like crazy about him or something but then uh the fuck you attitude came into play and it was like I don't care it's a great picture and we look good so I'm putting it up and I did (laughs) um I think he had told me later that one of his friends said I'd put that as my profile picture or whatever but we had uh touched base on myspace and um emailed you know here and there a couple times and then uh, exchange personal email addresses, and we were emailing that way. And then eventually, um, <clears throat> I was—I uh, think it was one of his friends—I was emailing, uh, and she said, oh, "This is so weird, but I just can't refer to him as Wes as Jonathan." And I was like, "Jonathan," I was like, "Jonathan who?" And she said, "Jonathan Straighten," and I was like, "He." I think I remember him saying that on stage. Like, did he totally just, like, thank himself? Yeah, he totally did thank himself. So I was kind of like, okay, all right, so what else are you hiding <laughs> i was little i was kind of ticked but kind of not cuz like i i got where he was coming from i guess i just i was like why didn't you tell me it wasn't your name but it was his name but it wasn't his name so little did he know i had something on him too <clears throat> Bree was not my real name so um so i kind of got him back on that one too so it was tit for tat But it was a, it was a funny, uh, first awkward moment between us, I guess. And first of many, first of many. So, um, I do remember when, uh, they were introducing me as one of the presenters on stage at the Bare Bones Film Festival that, uh, Sharon had asked or had introduced me as a mother and, um. An actress and a nurse and all these things, and I do remember that uh, Jonathan, uh, I guess he had thought I had a, a baby. <clears throat> well, at that time the baby was um, seven. So I remember when we first started talking, he was asking me, you know, about my life and things. And um, he he asked if I had a child. I said, yeah, I have a daughter, and um, she's seven. So I think that uh, made his shoulders go down a little bit. I don't know. I don't know why I thought I had a baby, but I, yeah, she was seven. <laughs> so <clears throat> I'd had her from uh, previous stuff. Anyways. <laughs> Um, But yeah, it was really cool. It was really cool getting to know him. I remember when we first started talking on the phone, um, I was planning a trip to Richmond uh, to take a uh, business licensing test uh, for a job here that a company I worked for had landed in Exmoor, Virginia to install granite in um, all of the holiday inns in Virginia, and uh, we were unable to work in the state until we obtained a business license because they wouldn't accept any out-of-state licensed contractors. It was a lot of pressure. Um, As they picked me to come take this test, uh, which I was second assistant of the company, which was a pretty big deal, but I knew nothing about contracting. I was more of a designer part help people pick out colors and uh, sales are up. So um, <clears throat> I was more so the face of the company as not so much the brains of the company. I mean, I'm smart, but I mean I suck at math. so I was terrified that the uh, contractor's license gonna <laughs> have tons of math in it. And um, so I had this huge book I had to study and um, I only had a week and a half to study for it. And um, the testing uh, facility was in Richmond, Virginia. Well, for some reason, I had thought Jonathan was from New York. I'm not sure why. I just, maybe because he was with the New York people, but I believe his MySpace page said New York also. So we had like West Reed and then New York <clears throat> on there. Um, I think that was just for like his marketing or whatever, but. Um, so I thought he was from New York, so I I don't remember how we got on the subject of me coming to Richmond, but I said, yeah, I'm going to Richmond in June, and, um, he said, yeah, I'm from Richmond, that's where I live, and I was like, nah, and, um, he was like, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh, I was like, really, I thought you were from New York, and he was like, oh, no, it just says that, I was like, oh, okay, so, then, um, I remember he kept asking me, when are you flying out? When are you you coming? When are you coming? And I'm like, I'm not sure yet. I have to book the test date. I have to get this approved because you had to send in a bunch of licensing paperwork into the company that I had to do certain things in Oklahoma City, have it notarized and sent to Virginia for an actual testing date to make sure we were an LLC, et cetera, prove that we were an LLC company and um, licensed and had the proper insurance and everything to work. And um, it was quite a lengthy process. So, Um, It was really last minute when we got the actual date that I was going to test and uh, send him the email. I was flying to Richmond. And um, so I flew and I was so nervous. Uh, (laughs) I remember when the plane had landed, I was like shaking. I I was so nervous. Um, He picked me up (laughs) at the uh, airport. And uh, it was the first time I'd seen him since the festival, but we had talked quite a bit. And I was very super nervous. Oh my gosh, I don't think I've ever been that scared in my life. And then I was like, over a boy? Briggie, you're scared over a boy? Like, really? Yeah, I was. It was, yeah, I was totally freaked out. Um, So... (laughs) I'm walking out the terminal. Of course, I had to stop at the bathroom to make sure my hair and everything was perfect. Little did I know that there's like mad humidity in Virginia. So I'd straighten my hair. I have naturally curly hair and it poofed out by the end of the freaking plane ride. So I was like, Oh my gosh, this is this is really sexy. It's really hot. Yeah, you're looking hot, girl. I looked awful. <laughs> I was like i had to be at the airport at late like, was six in the morning and like my plane left at six so i was there super early i was tired i didn't sleep i was so excited so nervous i was sick to my stomach it was crazy yeah i gotten off the phone with him that night and it was i'll see you tomorrow i was like oh my god i'm gonna see you tomorrow and <clears throat> the next thing i know i'm stepping off that plane and i'm walking and uh i see him and he was he was standing there with flowers i hate flowers <laughs> he was like "Here, some of the flowers i was like oh my god you're so sweet um i have this thing with flowers uh it was the sweetest thing ever it was it was so sweet i felt like such a princess but uh um, I have this thing with flowers. Um, you not know, like the way they smell reminds me of, uh, dead people and funerals and they really affect me because of my past, uh, with funerals. And, um, <clears throat> I started feeling very lightheaded after I got a whiff of a lily and, uh, I, cause those were, uh, the main flowers that were my dad's funerals were, uh, lilies. Um, I'd lost my dad when I was really young and, um, it, just I I had to sit down I was like oh I'm gonna sit down for a minute and uh poor guy, he didn't know and um so it was really weird like we just kept looking at each other and I don't know I was so nervous and we went to I think we went to some like little pub or something and uh had an appetizer or, or something And, um, I don't know. I think I don't remember because I was so, I was such a nervous wreck. It was just like, I was blocking it out, hoping I wasn't anything less than what he had thought or that he remembered, or I was hoping I was everything he thought I would be and and more and that he was happy and that he still thought I was pretty and, you know, just stupid things girls think. And, um... Let me see. It's nine thirty one. I gotta keep talking. <laughs> this is crazy. It's really hard I'm trying to remember and, and like reminisce this stuff um, <clears throat> because that that day at that film festival i met my hero and i didn't know it and uh he's so special to me and he's all i have he's like he's my family and uh yeah we fight and <laughs> yeah we love but We've had such uh, an amazing journey as a couple and as, uh, as people, and we've been through several tragedies together um, and coped through them and made it through, and a lot of just life-changing experience for him and me. And um, and the whole background of it was, and had started because of our passion in just the movies and how cool they are and they can just take you anywhere and you can make anything and believing in um what you can do and <clears throat> of course I never made it by far as far as he has with any of that but um you know I was in a different situation I had a child at a young age and um so my responsibilities you know shifted to trying to figure out who I was at that point in time in my life and be a mother, a single mother at that, and um, but I'm glad it worked out that way. I'm glad it worked out that way <clears throat> um, I think back to all the things that brought me to that festival in two thousand and eight uh, and the moments when you know Jessica and I weren't gonna go and then being so excited on the ride down there and leaving as a completely different person in my head as to the same road I drove going there with this guy on my mind. And now we are sitting in a beautiful home together with a, a beautiful daughter and and we're happy. And it's been hard. It's been really hard. But we're happy. And I love him. And that's all, I guess <laughs> for now, <laughs> from Bree Straighton, And uh, if I forgot anything, Jonathan, I'm sorry. I'm super nervous right now, so um, maybe if I would have done like a million podcasts so far, like you have I, I probably would have remembered a lot more, but uh, and I know I'll kick myself in the ass tomorrow. Uh, remembering oh I should have said this and I should have said that but uh, maybe sometime we can do one together and uh, that'll be cool that'll be cool but I love you and uh, keep rocking it babe keep rocking it you're going to do this there's nothing else you (laughs) were meant to do and you blow me away with your ability and your talent. And it's been very hard to be supportive at times, but I'm supportive of you yet again because I know you can do it. You know, some people say they can do stuff, and you're like, yeah, okay, I'll be supportive, but no, no, no. Like, you can totally do this. Um, you blow me away. All right. <laughs> I love you always and whatever it takes. Okay, so, um, I just remember. (laughs) Um, I have to say what, uh, the movie of the week is. I'm not sure how he introduces that on the show, but my movie of the week we watched, um, Saturday was Snowpiercer. It was a movie about, um, a train and everybody on the train were the only living people In the world and every train had a different class of people. It kind of reminded me of... uh, Oh, gosh. What is it? I was on the tip of my tongue. Crap. (laughs) Um, It reminds me of another movie um, where they have uh, separate gates for people. Um, It was really good, though. I really liked... uh, that there were a lot of different places that the movie took place. It wasn't mostly in one place. It's one thing I really like about movies is when things take place in different places versus it being mostly in one area, or mostly one scene, or mostly in a house, or mostly here. I like to see the different uh, places um, in a movie. So um, I think that's one of the reasons I like war movies is because. None of the scenes are the same. They're all different in different places. They're above ground, they're underground, they're in all these different places. So that, to me, is like a suspenseful type thing. So I like it. But the movie was pretty cool. You should check it out. Um, Not for kids, uh, definitely. (laughs) But it was a pretty cool flick. I liked it. I think I'm going to buy it for myself. Yeah. Seriously. All right.